right, welcome guys to season two, episode 13. We are excited to be talking about Apostles' favorite subject today, favorite theme. Of course, it's something that I believe many of us have struggled is, are you in a controlling church? Yeah, one of the things I hate <laughs> more than anything are controlling churches, leaders, and people that sit under a spirit of control. It's rough. I've sat under controlling leaders, and I wanted to run for my life once I figured out what the problem was. Now, what makes a church controlling? Well, a lot of churches are controlling because of their culture, okay. the um, religious culture, that if you're part of this church, that you must submit to everything we say and do. Um, you can't really do anything apart from our permission, from our um, acceptance, right. from our approval. Um, I think that's the culture of some churches, and it's framed in the context that we are your we are your overseers. We're the ones that watch over your soul. Yeah, we have responsibility responsibility for you therefore we have a right from God to make sure that you do everything that we say do and uh, I really it's really demonic it, get, it can get into the realm of, of, de, of the yeah demonic. and I think that um, sometimes it's so demanding that I've seen families split up yeah I think it just divides the whole group of people and then when you come out of it it's like you start realizing how much your life was under control or being suppressed. And that's yes. really difficult for some people to come out of. And it's well, you, 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 you come out thinking I've been duped and, and that, and that people don't like to realize that they've been had. Okay. Basically you've been had. <laughs> and so that's a hard thing for some people to swallow. <laughs> but it's true. It's true. I remember my experience in this and I think that I've been through a few where um, it's just really hard to get out of his nerve for it because sometimes what happens is that I think from my experience, the leader comes off as caring, loving, but it really is a form of control and manipulation to keep you there. And I call them the laybans that basically they keep you for your gift and not for anything else around you. You take advantage of you. Um, and it keep you there for their benefit, right? They, they benefit from you being there, the numbers of people, the finances, the service, yep. you know, you give, um, they benefit from it. And uh, one of the most difficult what, reasons why people often have a hard time breaking free from controlling churches is because, you know, when you're in a church, all of your relationships primarily are in that church. And if you leave, the leader often tells the people, that they can no longer talk to you. They can no longer relate to you. Right. So you, you, the fear of losing all of these relationships and friendships that you develop over the years can prevent people from, from leaving because they have a hard time with the fact that people are no longer connected to them. Yeah, and I found out that some of the rules that they have is don't talk to anybody else outside, don't trust, don't even think or question what we are wrong. And I found out for me, one of the ways that I identified that I was under a controlling leader or church was that if I missed a service, it was like all hell break loose. That was sacrilegious to not do that. Do not do that. You should participate in everything we do. I mean, you can't have a life no. outside of the church. Whether you got to be at every attendance, uh, even if it's a kids festival and you don't have kids, you have to be there. Yeah, when the church becomes 
when the actual building and services become your whole life where, you know, you, you don't have any time, your finances, nothing outside of that. Um, then it becomes a problem. Yeah. Now, have you found that people that are dealing with controlling leaders can become almost demonized yes. as a receiver? Like you yes. have to cast the spirit out? Yes. So what do you cast out? The controlling leaders demons? Well, you cast out. So basically, it's it's witchcraft. Charismatic witchcraft. Yeah, mind control. Okay. Fear. Fear of the, fear of the leader. Uh, word curses fear that have man. been spoken sure. over the person. If you lead this ministry, you're going to hell. I remember a ministry where a, a couple left the ministry and the pastor told them that your, one of your children will die. I mean, these are the kinds of things <laughs> that people say to people to cause fear. That's horrible. Uh, it's horrible. It is, it, but you'd be shocked at what people tell people because, the, because if you leave me, you're in disobedience and you're rebellion because God put me over you. God told you to submit to yeah. me. And if you leave me, you're not going to have any covering, any protection, and the enemy's going to destroy your life. Yeah, we'll keep the name of the kill to protect them. But recently, I know of a pastor that went through a major, actually, it was during COVID, and one of his associate pastors left him, and he got sick and almost died. And the response of this leader was, that's what happens when you leave your men of God. Yeah. Now, you can't be this important that just because I left you that I'm going to get sick. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's just... Iranis that's thinking. horrible. That's horrible that people would even have this frame of thought. Um, now, do you find this in the scriptures anywhere in particular that you said that this is something that you can you see it in the scriptures that this happened um, in the church? Because I know that there was a group of leaders that were following the Apostle Paul and they would discredit him when he went to yeah. another church. Yes, yeah, 2 Corinthians chapter 11 really gives the uh, verse that gives uh, the definition or the characteristics of a false ministry. Um they exalt themselves, they smite you, they slap you in the face, they take of you. Right. Those are the characteristics of a, of, a, of a leader that often is controlling. And remember Jesus, and this is, the, this is the problem. Jesus never said you'll know them by their gifts, you'll know them by their fruit. And sometimes these, these leaders are very charismatic, they're very strong in right. certain gifts, so we tend to think you know, they're, they're anointed, they're sent by God, but their fruit, their character, is controlling, abusive, pride. Uh, these are the things that right. when you see in a leader, that it should warn you that it's not it's not good fruit. The tree so is the tree is known by its, it's fruit. It's almost like it crosses your boundaries as a personal individual. Like you're not allowed to really. You're can, not allowed to be yeah. an adult. Yeah, you can walk in and out of your life, but you can't really do anything outside of them. No. Your whole life revolves around, and you know that. And the problem is, there are scriptures that talk about submitting to authority. Right, a, a good authority is good for us to submit to, um, but it has to be godly, righteous. And when it becomes demonic and controlling and manipulating and abusive, then there's a problem. There's demons that are often operating through leaders, and 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 the leaders demonize. And then the people become demonized. I mean, you, you you look at Jim Jones, right? You look at certain cases. Uh, what was Stalin. the guy? No, no, what was the guy in Texas that uh, the Branch Davidian guy? Oh, yeah. um, that David Koresh. Yes. You know, yeah. people, you're dying in a fire. <laughs> uh, that, that's, that's, that's very extreme. That, that's that's, that's, relig that's ridiculous. Yeah, that's crazy. And I found out to the people that's that you can control almost even nations. Like I look at most parts of Latin America, Southern America, South America, that you have leaders that control an entire nation. You look at people like I just said, Stalin and all that, but I found out that those people get demons of insanity. 
yeah. that are connected to them that they just lose their mind. And it's almost like it's the same thing in the church or a nation where is the leaders up here and everybody else is below me and you can't really do anything about it. So it really is a horrible structure because it's not the way that the kingdom works. And it just makes it really difficult for people to think. Now, what are some of the rules inside of a controlling church? Or some of the signs? Rules or signs, yeah. Okay, well, again, they, they become abusive, often from the pulpit in their messages. They, they're always beating you down. They promote themselves. I am the anointed of God. I am the man of God. Submit to me and make you feel as if you're nobody without them. Um, they, they take from you uh, financially. They, right. they rape you financially. They take everything you have. It often becomes a financial thing because leaders look at you as their money, their finances. Um, uh, again, uh, uh, abuse, spiritual abuse, um, control. Uh, the scripture actually says they slap you in the face. That's in 2 Corinthians chapter 11. Yeah, they smack you in the face. They they exalt themselves. Now, they, do you think that in the 2 Corinthians that they were actually smacking them in the face, or you think that the apostle was using a form of speech? Yeah, he was using a form <laughs> okay, of speech. I was going to say. <laughs> yeah, he was. If somebody tries to smack me in the face, I'm, I'm smacking you back. <laughs> right, it was a form of speech. Yeah. It was like someone abusing you, yeah. basically. Wow. It's just really hard. So basically, it's almost like it's the church is an ego-driven organization. Yeah, if you have a leader that is proud, arrogant, controlling, religious, which full of witchcraft, manipulation, intimidation, um, an undelivered leader, a person who has serious character issues, especially when it comes to pride, arrogancy, and um, control, love of money, these are some major problems that can operate in leadership. Now, can a church be controlling without the primary leader being controlling? Or do you think that it's a seed that's basically in the church because the leader is controlling? Like, can you have departments that are controlling versus yes, the entire yes, church? Yes, you can. Have, and that's another problem. Is sometimes within churches, there are people that get a measure of authority. That shouldn't have one. Yes, and yeah. they become controlling in their little department, their <laughs> little compartment. Yes, definitely you yeah. can have controlling, manipulating people within the structure of the assembly. Yeah, and I think that that's really hard to deal with as leaders or people because the bigger your organization gets, it's kind of like a concert. The bigger the crowd, the, f the less that you can see, the further it gets. And so you may have departments that are fully controlled that you have no idea as a person and you kind of have to trust people. So, of course, then we go into the conversation of, well, then you have church hurt. Yeah, let me, yeah let me give you this example. Uh, sometimes, for instance, if you put people, uh, I'm a senior leader, right. I have leaders under me, and if you put people in authority over certain groups, they'll tell the people under them that you cannot go directly to the pastor. You right. have to come through me. To come to me. So I've had people tell me, I, I wanted to talk with you, but they told me I couldn't come to you. I'm like, well, who told you you couldn't come to me? I never, I never got up and said. We want that, names. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I never said you can't come to me. I'm the senior leader. Yeah. But they'll actually tell people that if you go around me and talk to the leader, um, then you're in rebellion because wow. I'm in control. I'm in authority over you. And I understand the principle that sometimes people can go around leadership that they're accountable right. for to maybe sabotage them. But sure. if you get to the place where it becomes demonic, there can be some issues in your life that, that the senior leader needs to know, but the senior leader never knows because the under leader is controlling them. And I found out that a lot of times the under leader is just really insecure and they yes. don't, they're afraid that 
is that really that soul spirit that I don't want them to surpass me. I don't want. And you, and some people you just can't give any authority to. Right. When you give people, some people authority, they just lose their minds. Did you learn that lesson by experience or did it take, or did you notice it in somebody else? No, I've learned that by experience in churches, <laughs> leaders, yes. And when you give some people authority, their head blows up, they become controlling, they become dominating, um, they just can't handle authority. And it's really a character issue. Right. And I think recently we even dealt with within our team where people were coming in and were saying, well, I'm going to get rid of this person, I'm going to get rid of this person. And so you can't just go into an organization and think that as a person too, you're going to come in and start controlling everything. That's a really demonic spirit yes. to deal with and it's just absolutely insane because it can damage people and again like i was saying before then you get into the borderline people that start saying well i've been in a because i've had controlling leaders i'm dealing with church hurt but you're really dealing with church pain because of people yeah it's not necessarily you can't blame the, the whole you church. can't blame the whole church and take one brush and paint it completely yeah. um so it's kind of hard for people like that because of course those people are hurt so how do you even balance that? Well, you have to teach people that if, if they did come into a, a controlling situation, that it's good to get free, but there are leaders that are not controlling. Yeah. There are godly leaders because leadership is of God. It's ordained of God. You can't, have, in, you can't <clears throat> have churches without leadership. So leadership is ordained of God. Um, and so you have to find the balance between leaders that are godly Leaders that are humble, leaders that have good character, and leaders that are not. And, and, and to submit to a godly leader really brings a blessing in your right. life. I'm thinking uh, as you were talking about this scripture, and I think we wrote an ebook on this, um, on Galatians 1.10, where it says that you are to be accepted by God and approved of man. Yeah. Now, some people get the attitude in the church after being in the controlling church that says, I don't need man. I don't need God. I don't need it. Now, can that be arrogant and can that almost make you controlling because then you think you're the only one in control? Yeah. So then yeah, you that, start dealing with it. Because yeah, of that, that. Kind of at, that kind of attitude, I don't need men. I don't need God's uh, ordained authority. Right. It's really a manifestation of rebellion that I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, I'm, I'm my own authority. Um, I'm reminded of the scripture, the last verse in the book of Judges, when it says there was no king in Israel. And every man right. did that, which was right in his own eyes. Yeah. When, when, all you, when everything you do is right in your own eyes, you have no accountability. You have no one to correct you, no one to balance you. Uh, who do you report to? Exactly. Right. Who do you it's very to? dangerous. You can get into deception. And because most, most of us can't see our faults. Right. You know, most of us think that we're okay. There's a way that seems right unto a man, but the end thereof is the way of death. So sometimes it's hard for you to see your faults. And, and because we tend to be hard on everybody else, but very soft on ourselves. Right. Yeah. And I found out, too, that it's really, there, cause somebody asked this question before and said, how do you leave a controlling church? And really, there is no right way of leaving a controlling church in the sense of there's always going to be an aftermath, especially yeah. if the church seems to be dramatic or really chaotic. There's always going to be some sort of pain. You can leave respectfully. Of course, we encourage that. But there's really no easy way to break the news. Well, sometimes when, it's, when it comes to a controlling church, you have to leave through the Underground Railroad. That's the only way you can really get out of it. So, <laughs> yes. 
terrible. <laughs> What's that song? Fifty ways to leave your lover. Back yeah, fifty ways bags. to leave your lover. You <laughs> don't your keys, Lee. Make a new plan, stand. Make a new plan, stand. Yeah, you don't need set to be corduroy, right? Yes. <laughs> Just set yourself free. <laughs> it's really, um, it's really hard because the times that I've left the controlling church, it was like a mess. You don't want it to be a mess, but the response is very seldom positive. Yeah, you have to be willing to deal with the aftermath, the things people say. Which is where the spirit of fear comes for people. Like, I don't want to leave because I'm afraid of the repercussions. But the, the thing you, that really, I believe, will help you is I, it couldn't be leaving, couldn't be any worse than staying. <laughs> so I got to get out it's of this. It's either I'm going to leave or live a life of mystery, basically. Exactly. Yeah, I'm going to exactly. be controlled. Like when someone says, if you leave my church, you're going to hell. You're like, if I stay here, I'm going to hell. So I, I got to get out. I really don't have a choice here. Right. That's, uh, I mean, it's funny when you think about it, but it's true. There is no proper way because no. they're going to manifest because controlling people and controlling systems and you even talked about uh, governments it's right. no it, they're not going to make it easy for you to get out it's designed to keep you trapped and bound and right. so to leave it uh it's a it's a it's it's no easy way to do it yeah and it really i found that those governments are usually the ones that are socialist nations they yeah. have the structure that make it seem as if the appeal for the people to vote for you is we're going to take care of you but you're really not because you're no, the people don't get to prosper you have nations like venezuela and all them that you have a limited amount of things that you can shop in a week then you walk into america and you go to a walmart and you have an abundance i've seen this video on youtube by this guy that when he first came from venezuela or cuba he was amazed yeah. at the amount of things we have and we're complaining about the things in america yeah. <laughs> sometimes we push yes. it a little too far yes. in yes. america but Let's not get off subject. Uh, back to controlling churches. So I think that this is a, a much-needed conversation because it seems to me like the um, status quo or the amount, rather, of controlling churches has increased over the last couple of years because it seems as if people really like the prophetic and they think that the prophetic gives you power to control people sometimes. And, of course, it can come off that way if you have a controlling leader So I think that this conversation and how do you leave the control of the church, like what do you do afterwards? How do you protect yourself? And sometimes I really think it takes the spirit of God to help you. Yeah, courage, God can, yeah, God, spirit of might. Yeah, God can give you a strategy. God right. can lead you. God can guide you. God can protect you. God can deliver you. God can heal you. Many times it's God. I mean, think of Pharaoh. Moses right. went in. Pharaoh controlled Israel. Moses was sent by my people go to bring them out. Yeah. So many times God will be the one that delivers you and brings you out. And if you follow his process, he will make, make a way for you to escape. And I've even told people if they're attacking you because now social media is a big thing to just throw shade or, you know, usually immature type of people will manifest through a status. And we've seen this before. And I always say people, there is a wonderful button on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, and any old social media is called the block and delete button. They need to put one up called take a hike. <laughs> take a hike button. Yeah, because sometimes you have to tell people, take a hike, I'm out of here. I'm sorry, I don't care what you do. Adios, hasta la vista, baby, I'm gone, okay? It's just, everyone is not like that, but some people just step, and um, they just go, so yeah. The button has been pressed, take a hike. This is it. This is how we end the show. We goodbye, take a hike, take a good stand, drop your few keys, and be free from controlling churches. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> hit the take a hike button, okay? It's amazing. Yeah. And it's not that, you know, 
we make it comedic because you have to laugh. Really, when you're inside of a control church, you don't have any joy. No. You are so bound by the demand of the church that you can't even make a joke. I found some people that become so dogmatic and strict that if you make a joke, it seems offensive. Yeah. And we laugh all the time because this is our life. We do ministry. We might as well have fun and laugh because otherwise you're just going to be yes. boring. Yes. And so it, it really is amazing. So I really think, guys, that this is something that's a conversation that we'll continue to have. If you've been in a controlling church, what would you say to a person that's either in a controlling church or trying to depart in a healthy way? Well, I believe that when the Spirit of God begins to deal with you, you have to follow you have to follow the spirit of God. Yeah. If the Lord tells you to get out and then when you do get free, you may need some help. You may need to get around a deliverance minister, someone that can pray for you, someone that can stand with you, uh, someone that can encourage you so that you're just not alone. Uh, I believe that's important. Pray and ask God, how do I get out of this and let the Lord lead you and give you some instructions. And, and when, when it's time to, to get out, God will connect you with the right people, make a way for you to escape because the Lord is the one that does deliver us out of these situations. When Israel was in captivity, God sent Moses and, and, and said, let my people go. So there is a way out. There is a way of deliverance. Follow the spirit of God. Uh, don't walk in fear. Don't allow them break any curses that are spoken over you by leaders. Right. Take authority over and break them. That's major. I had to do that before where you begin to break work curses and, you know, all sorts of things that have been spoken over you by family to your family members and just rebuke that. Take authority over it because it's really it's really true. And of course, you can call Apostle at seven. Oh, sorry, never mind. One eight hundred take a hike. One eight hundred take a hike. Well, Saints, we love you, and we will see you guys on the next episode of Master the Prophetic. We are on the final months of 2022. Don't go into another year without hearing the voice of God. Go to www.impactuniversity.com to download your free copy of our brand new Master the Prophetic devotional to help you hear the voice of God for your now season and your future. Feel free to text us your questions on the prophetic, deliverance, or any other subject at 773-923-0451. Thank you so much for joining us and we'll see you next time.